I'm Cassie. And I'm Kathleen. And we are back to talk about how we are a goddamn hot mess. Right, Cassie? Major hot mess. Major. (laughs) Major. Oh, my God. And it's super fitting that we're recording this episode today, right? Because we cannot get our tech right. Maybe it's just us. (laughs) Yeah, maybe it's just us. But literally, for all of time, we've had issues with our tech stuff, I feel like. But we think we got it now. I think we got it now. If you're listening to this right now, that means we got it. Right. So... (laughs) So that's good. But leading up to this, we felt like a hot mess because it's just us two trying to make our dreams come true with this podcast. And we're both sitting in our closets right now recording so we can give you guys the best sound quality possible. Hopefully it sounds good by this point because we're on like test number like 492. My God. Oh my God. I know. It's wild. Yeah. (laughs) So, well, I missed you. I feel like I haven't talked to you all week. How was your week? What have you been up to? Oh, well, I started tennis lessons. Stop. No, you didn't. <laughs> I love that. I love that journey for you. <laughs> you should see her face right now. I wish everybody could just see her face right now when she just said that. Oh, my God. I should have freaking taken a picture of that. Um. Thank you. It is a new journey. I'm 36 years old. I've, um, in my adult life, been wanting to play tennis um, or learn how to play tennis, I should say, because I don't know anything about tennis. But, you know, I'm athletic, so I'm like, oh, I can pick it up pretty easily, I hope. So I've been, um, yeah, I started the tennis and I'm feeling great. I'm feeling great. Just trying something new, showing off my skills. How about you, though? What's what's going on with you? Well, it's super nice that you're doing something positive and healthy for your life. Because what I got going on over here is literally, like, almost burning my house down. What? <laughs> this past week. Okay, this is a hot mess story. <laughs> and I'm here for it. <laughs> your house Uh, this is just like so my life okay so a couple of nights a week my husband drops off my daughter at his parents house so I get like a solid hour to myself and you would think I would take this time to do something like maybe go to take tennis lessons like you're doing but usually I'm just like watching the real housewives of New Jersey or the hills or Gilmore Girls for the 7,000th time. But this morning, I am like on my third cup of coffee and I just got something like surging through my friggin' body. And I'm like, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm like, this is the day I'm going to be productive. I'm like, I'm going to do it. So I am like whipping around my house. I'm picking up clothes, I'm throwing in laundry, I'm doing dishes, I'm cleaning and scrubbing, and I'm just like, yes, I'm getting all the things done, the house is going to look great by the time I get everybody gets home from work later. So then, my stupid ass decides to go one step further. So to back it up a little bit, a few days prior, my daughter got into my makeup brushes for the 700th time. You think I learned my lesson? I don't. She gets into my makeup constantly, and they were all, like, black. 
because you know she can't go for like the pinks and the whites she goes for like the browns and the blacks. oh yeah get that smoky eye girl for sure (laughs) (laughs) stop it yeah except she doesn't put on her eyes she puts it on like her forehead (laughs) (laughs) but anyways so i'm like you know it's been days i'm like i gotta i gotta do something with these things so i get all my makeup brushes and i throw them in a pot of boiling water to clean them and you put them you know, in I a get... time out you put them in a pot of boiling water yeah your makeup brushes yes that's how you I put your makeup brushes in a pot of boiling water is like that not what people do to clean their makeup what do you mean <laughs> how do you do it Wait, you're literally, I literally use baby shampoo because you're supposed to be very gentle with your makeup brushes oh. and use like warm water. Oh man, that's not, not what, what you I did. did. <laughs> I literally just like boil water on the stovetop oh, and my... throw the makeup brushes in. Kathleen, <laughs> oh my God, I want to give you a hug. Stop. <laughs> Continue on. Come on, this is just getting better and better. Okay, so whatever. The brushes are a-boiling, all right? And I go back upstairs, and I'm getting ready for work, doing my hair, getting dressed. I'm, you know, putting my makeup on with my fingers, and I'm (laughs) taking my time. And all of a sudden, I'm like, probably like a good 40 minutes to an hour goes by because I'm obviously always late to work and, you know, whatever. And... I'm like smelling something that I cannot put my finger on. And I'm walking around the second floor and I'm like, what the fuck is that smell? And I like cannot put my finger on it. I'm looking everywhere. I'm like, I I don't even know what that could possibly be. Maybe Natalie like threw a banana peel behind her dresser. I'm like, whatever, I'll deal with it later. So I gather my things. I go downstairs. I see the stove and the light bulb goes off in my little pea brain. And I'm like, the makeup brushes so I rush over the water had literally completely evaporated and the makeup brushes were cooking at the bottom of the pot like cooking and so god and so I should have been taking tennis lessons (laughs) clearly oh my god so I just like react okay I'm like oh my god and I take the pot off the stove and I just start dumping like the like the actual handle of the brushes are completely melted which I'm so pissed off oh yeah just well I had just bought them at Ulta so I'm fuming about this so they're toast so I'm like what you know whatever so I'm like vigorously trying to get these makeup brushes out of the pot and throwing it into the trash but they were just like <laughs> on a fucking flame so the the plastic starts like melting the fucking <laughs> garbage bag in the trash can and starting a fire with the paper towels that were like on top of the trash <laughs> why the hell didn't you just put cold water in the pan in the sink I I don't know. (laughs) Kathleen. Oh, my God. So you literally almost burnt the house down. Yeah. I mean, this story just keeps getting better and better. Does anything happen after after the paper towel burning or no? Or is that the end of it? So, well, I took the pot. I took the pot and I started, like, smashing. 
I mean, it was like a small, I mean, it, it wasn't like a blaze, but it, it definitely caught fire. And I was just like hitting it with the pot and it went out. And that was that. I know. And then I stopped back and I was like, what have I done? Like, Jesus H. Christ. Like, what is wrong with me? But this is like so vintage me. Like, I do this shit all the time. And I have to be honest with you. Normally, I would never, ever even tell you something like this I would normally only share something like this with my husband only out of like like obligation because he would know what the fuck you know he would be like coming home to like the disaster area and the smell and be like what the hell happened I just have to tell him I like always hide this stuff from people that I'm like constantly in like disarray but like you know it's (laughs) oh my god well you know what We're going to do a little lesson after this podcast or maybe tomorrow, and I'm going to show you how to clean your makeup brushes. Oh, my God. Shut the fuck up with the makeup brush cleaning. And (laughs) who cares if you almost burnt the house down? My God, your makeup brushes for brushes. The biggest takeaway is not burning the house down. It is the proper way to clean your makeup brushes. (laughs) Apparently, they don't get thrown in boiling water. Where on earth did I get that from then? I have no idea. I don't know, but we're going to help you. <laughs> we're going to help you. Oh, my goodness. If, if anybody else has any other ways of cleaning your makeup brushes, by the way, you know, let us know. Send us a message. Kathleen needs all the tips and tricks for her makeup brushes. <laughs> and I'm glad you didn't burn your house down. Well, yeah, me too. This is a perfect example of being a hot fucking mess. Yeah, sure is. Hot goddamn mess. So what is a hot mess other than that beautiful example Kathleen just gave us? A hot mess is somebody that, I hate that they put attractive in the definition on Urban Dictionary. Uh, pardon but, me. Um, Excuse yeah, me. They... <laughs> if, if I'm going to be defined as a hot mess, I absolutely want that in the definition, you goddamn bitch. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> so a hot mess. I'm not kidding. Is... <laughs> attractive but barely keeping it together like you look good you have it all together look like you have it all together but really you are disorganized chaotic literally your brain is maybe on fire like Kathleen's house (laughs) but that is that's what a hot mess is and you know the term hot mess is super funny we all throw it around like a joke like oh girl you're a fucking goddamn hot mess or you know we say it in light terms but it really goes a lot deeper than that like being a hot mess has so much more meaning behind it and you know when Kathleen and I were really talking about it we figure that out it's not just something funny you say to your girl all the time there's a lot more yeah Absolutely. Well, last week, Cassie and I touched on being people pleasers. And a portion of my experience with that is really constantly thinking that everybody is secretly judging me. So then trying to be perfect so that no one does judge me. And then that applies to all aspects of my life, like the way that I look, the cleanliness of my home, my car, my desk at work, how I am, you know, in my career, how I manage my money, you know, back when I was younger, how I was like in sports with my grades, um, how I am in social settings. Basically, 
I can never appear to look disheveled. Like something as small as like fumbling with items at a cash register, which sounds so dumb, but it's such a thing. And newsflash, I am always failing. Like I feel like no matter how hard I work or what I have accomplished, I'm just always that girl that's a hot mess. And it's such a deep, like Cassie said, it's a joke. It's funny, but it is such a deep feeling that I've carried with me my whole life. Like, I'm just that girl that's always in my head. Life's recommended trajectory of school, marriage, house, baby is just easier for some people without all the drama and the heartache and the darkness that I've experienced. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I think a lot of people feel that way whether they share that with anybody or not, but everything that you just said, Kathleen, I I honestly think there's so many people that feel that way or have felt that way. So you're definitely not alone, alone with that. For me, my experience with being a hot mess has really gotten to me where I am and how I am today with certain things. Um, So like in school, in middle school, most of high school, I would dress, you know, pretty good. I think anyways, if there's any girls listening from high school, they're probably like, bitch, get off your pedestal. And then my (laughs) sister's probably like, bitch, those are all my clothes. (laughs) Sister fights. Yeah, sister (laughs) fights. So I'll save that story for another time. But anyways... (laughs) Uh, we should have a whole sister episode, by the way. We totally should. Okay, back on track. So yes. I would dress, you know, presentable. I'd want to, you know, look nice. And, you know, I, I wasn't the Amber Crombie and Fitch where, you know, like I put thought into my outfits. No hate against the Amber Crombie and Fitch wears, but, you know, I had to step it up a notch. had to step it up a notch. No, it's only because my family couldn't afford it, but otherwise I probably would have been wearing it too. Well, but, what was the step up from Abercrombie and Fitch, like Express? No, Abercrombie and Fitch was for the rich kids. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just mean like step it up a notch like fashion, but like in a different way. Like I used to shop at like the Deb shop and, um, you know, they just had like different things. What the hell is the Deb shop? We're, I'm derailing your story. I'm sorry. No, I derailed it myself. <laughs> Deb shop was at the Lockport Mall. Shout out to Lockport, New York. Hello. Everybody, please Woo-hoo! please DM me if you know what the Deb shop is. But yeah, it was kind of expensive too. But anyways, I looked to those kinds of that kind of fashion more so than like Hollister, Amber Crombie, and Fitch type fashion. So in 11th grade, I started dating a quote unquote bad boy there you go girl (laughs) probably not even quote unquote he was a bad boy but (laughs) I started you know just hanging out with a different crowd and my senior year I started smoking a lot of weed would be late to class stopped putting on makeup I wore whatever like I put no effort into getting ready whatsoever probably because I was up the night before so late paging pages to my boyfriend's 
pager all night long until five in the morning hoping that he would call me back that type of shit so I didn't have energy in the morning (laughs) to get ready so what happened is you know we grew up in a small town everybody knows each other everybody was kind of talking about me about my family um you know what's going on with them and all of the teachers knew my mom and she used to work at our school and they ended up putting me in counseling and in therapy and it was just like a big huge fucking deal and I Definitely did need therapy for sure. But it was just, you know, being in a small town, everybody knowing what's going on is just different. I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a huge deal. I still feel like shit about it, to be honest. Like when I think back on it, I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I let myself go. So when I started working, you know, getting out into the real world and working for someplace other than like a pizza shop, I made sure that I looked presentable and that I walked in with confidence and always dressed nice, had my makeup done, at least concealer and mascara for Christ's sake. Um, <laughs> something. So I didn't look like a total fucking crackhead. Oh my God. Um, I know, I know. I'm just making jokes, but for real though, in a way, like that's how I felt. That's how I felt. I totally understand. So I would do that. And it's funny that everybody thought that I was like, until they got to know me at my one job, everyone was like, oh my God, she must be so stuck up and rich and all she cares about it, you know, so self-absorbed and, mm-hmm. and it's only like, because, you know, I walk in with confidence and I had myself put together. And yeah. then after I only learned this because people actually did tell me like a couple girls that I ended up becoming friends with they told me they were like do you know the first couple of weeks you were here I I thought you were gonna be such a bitch and you're not and I'm so Mm -hmm. happy about it and they're and I was I would ask like why and they're said because how I kind of own it when I walk into a place and the way that I look and I'm like Mm -hmm. wow so I look when I don't put myself together I clearly look like I need major help in therapy and when I do present myself people that could come across you know as being conceited or stuck up when little did they know the night before the same shit that was going on in high school Mm -hmm. sending pages to the pager until five in the morning three or four years later that shit was still going on and so right little did they know that I was up Until five in the morning, once again, Mm -hmm. that night, trying to get my boyfriend to come home or that I found out that he was doing something he shouldn't have been doing. You know, they don't know any of that. Well, it's almost like you put yourself together as far as your clothes, your makeup and your hair to stay out of the spotlight. Like you didn't want people to know that you didn't have your life together. You know what I mean? Because of that experience that you had in high school when you let your that side of you go everybody took notice and it was such a big deal and like Mm -hmm. you said probably for good reason you know you were young and in high school Mm -hmm. but you didn't want that to happen again right so you made sure to walk in and look put together and nobody's gonna know what you were going through behind the scenes yep and it's so funny It just goes to show you just never effing know what is going on. Like, you never know what people's experiences are, right? Literally fucking never know. And that's something I think that you and I have both learned, even 
after past couple of years has been such a growing and learning experience for both of us where it's like Mm -hmm. maybe back in the day we would for sure be judgy and now it's like cannot be judgy like that because there could be a mom you're a mom so I'm sure that this probably put things into perspective for you too yes it has yeah it's like there could be a mom wearing Gucci, perfect makeup, walking through the grocery store when literally five minutes before her kid threw a temper tantrum in the parking lot and Mm -hmm. was screaming, crying. She dropped her spaghetti all over the white shirt she had before and her husband's divorcing her, you know, and just like, obviously those are pretty extreme, but I mean, you literally never know. So it's like, that's why you always have to give yourself grace, give others grace Be kind to one another because you just never know what somebody is going through. Right. Well, even when I brought this whole idea of being a hot mess to you, it was because I thought I was such a hot mess. And when I told you that, I felt like it was almost a confession. Like, it's me. I'm the hot mess. And you're like, you are? And I'm like, I mean, I feel like everybody knows that about me. I've just been trying to hide it. But, like, everybody knows I'm a hot mess. And you're like, I don't think that about you. And I'm like, I know everybody thinks that about me. I just try to hide it. And you're like, no, they don't. Like, I don't know that about you. I've never had that experience with you. Yeah. And we just kind of laughed together. And and then you shared that experience that you've had. And we just really had like a bit of like a mind blower of like you say like you just never know what uh, what people's experiences are and it really is just at the end of the day you just really want to accept yourself for who you are Mm -hmm. that's really what it's all about you want to give other people the benefit of the doubt and you want to accept yourself I it's funny I um I had a, a birthday brunch planned with a couple of girls from high school and they know me very very well um And I'm definitely one of those people that's always late. Like I said in the beginning of the episode, prior to about a year or two ago, I used to always make up some elaborate lie or excuse. Not because I'm trying to be an asshole and it's not for lack of trying. Like I really, I'm always flying around like a bat out of hell trying to make it on time. I just have such a problem with it. I'm sure there's people out there who can relate. <laughs> oh, like it's yeah. not like I'm an like I'm moseying around and I don't care about other people's time. I do. I just like it's a, time management is not easy for me, I guess. But anyways. I really did. I used to just make up these like elaborate excuses and lies like constantly. And I've really just started to come into my own recently and just started to accept who I am. And so back to the brunch, we had a birthday brunch plan with a couple of girlfriends I've known for a very long time. And it was on a Sunday. I was relaxing with my family, which is usually what I'm doing on Sundays. And the brunch was planned for noon. It's about a half hour away from my house. You know, I'm sipping my coffee. I'm relaxed. I glance over at the clock and I realize it's 1115. I was like, oh, fuck. I'm like, and it takes a half hour to get there. Uh-huh. So I'm like, all right, I got two choices. I can rush out of here and look disheveled or I can just, you know, because I still have to shower. I haven't showered or done anything. Oh, yet. my God. You didn't I guess I forgot. I forgot to mention that. Yeah, I haven't done anything. So you are literally still just in your pajamas getting the eye crusties out. 
Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. Like, I'm, like, literally chilling on the couch with my jammies, cuddled with Natalie, sipping my coffee. That's, like, where I'm at. (laughs) (laughs) I still have to shower. And, like, find a cute outfit to wear. I mean, this is a cute place we're going to. Like, I can't show up, like, looking like an asshole. Like, I need to look like a hot mess. There you go. Yeah. I'm like, all right, either I'm going to be on time and look like shit or I'm going to be late and I'm going to like walk in, work in it. Obviously, I chose the latter. So I text the girls, hey, I'm running a little behind. So I walk in at 1230 and listen, this was going to be an all day affair. It's not like they're like waiting for me to eat, like, you know, whatever. So I sit down and I look at all three of them and I was like, listen, I'm like, you three have known me a long time. I'm just going to be real with you. I lost track of time. And the three of them literally burst out laughing and they're like, yeah, we figured. It's all good. And then I laughed too. And it was such a feeling of relief. Not this like intense anxiety of like making up an excuse and a lie and then like feeling shame for A, lying because I don't really want to be lying to my friends. And then B, feeling shame for like, who I am, you know what I'm saying? And it it just was such a good feeling of just acceptance of myself and then my friends accepting me. And then I pulled a nice little uh, vape pen out of my purse and I was like, I brought some party favors for us, ladies. Don't a you a worry. And I was like, this is my apology for being late. And we went on, so we went to brunch at um, the Terrace on Delaware, which is so delicious, highly recommend. And then we um, smoked our little vape pen on Hoyt Lake. It was, oh my gosh, it was a beautiful afternoon. Highly, highly, highly recommend all the vape pen, I guess. Maybe I shouldn't be formally recommending that. But anyways, it's fine. We're all adults here. Yeah, right. Oh, wait, it's legal in New York State. Yeah. So I do recommend it. Go for it. (laughs) But anyways, I have to say the like relief and elation that I got from just being me and being honest and real. And it was really such a great moment for me. It was a turning point in my life. And that's not to say that I'm just this asshole that's like, yeah, fuck everybody. I'm just late. I don't care. Not at all. But these things do happen where I'm like, oh, shit, I lost track of time. I wasn't paying attention. Like, And, and I just own it instead. Yeah. And I really do you know, I encourage everybody else to just, sometimes you just got to accept who you are, accept your weaknesses, work on them to the best of your ability, but it's okay to accept who you are. And it's okay, you know, when you see other people, don't assume that they have it all so together because they probably don't. Right. And if you want to burn your fucking house down, stop it. (laughs) Burn your house down and burn your house down. And guess what? It's okay. Just own it. Own it and run with it. It's going to be totally fine. That's what insurance is for, okay? Bitch, mic drop. (laughs) If you can take anything away from this episode, it's just burn your damn house down. And learn how to wash your makeup brushes. Oh, my God. Mud on. But thank you. I think your story about brunch is perfect. Yeah, own it. And if you have good friends, they're not going to get pissed at you. I mean, such a good maybe, point. Maybe back in the day, they probably would get pissed or annoyed or something. But if you have mature adult mm-hmm. friends, like they know that you're not trying to be an asshole. Like we know you, Kathleen. It is what it is. 
You know, mm-hmm. at this point, it's just like, that's cool. And guess what? If you're any later, then we're just going to order. And if, yeah. and you're not going to be mad that we ordered. So it's like, right. That's a good point. You know, make sure you're surrounding yourself with like the right type of people too, that are willing to yeah. accept your lateness. And you that know, is a very good point. Just things like that. Cause it's like, it's not a big deal. We know you as a person, we know you're not trying to be an asshole about it. Like it's all good. So that was a great example of, of how to just own it. Well, Cassie, I am super excited because you are going to be wrapping up these segments with a beautiful devotional or quote that's going to take us into the end of the episode. And I know you've got a great one for us today. So let's hear it. Yeah, we're going to end each segment with a quote or devotional like Kathleen said. So for today, what I chose is don't compare your chapter one to someone else's chapter 20. Ooh, I like that. Thank you. I thought it was And we should say, you're not going to share it with me ahead of time. So this is a blind reaction. I've never heard that before, but I do like that. I think that's very significant. I think so too. I'm glad you like it. It's super significant. And it's, you want to remind yourself of that. Yeah, absolutely. So just remember that. Let me say it one more time for the people in the back. Don't compare your chapter one to someone else's chapter 20. Woo! So with that being said, our last segment of the episode, each week what we're going to do is bring you some shout outs or some recommendations of what's going on in Dabilo. This week, Kathleen, what do you got for us? All right, so we are talking about the Buffalo store. It's in a couple different locations. My favorite one is on Transit Road in the Eastern Hills Mall. They are a sponsor of the Buffalo Bills, I believe, but they have the best Buffalo merch. They have, well, the best Buffalo Bills merch and then just Buffalo merchandise just in general. Great for gifts. Great to get your Buffalo Bills stuff. What up, Josh Allen? Uh, um, Josh Allen, can we be your best friend? Because I'm in love with you. I will literally leave my husband for you. Um, That is not a joke. Um <laughs> Also, the Buffalo store has great stuff for kids. We bought the cutest little hoodie for Natalie. She wore it all last season for Bill's games. It was so adorable. They've got really cute Buffalo plaid, um, blankets, Christmas time. They've got great gifts. We really, really love it there. So definitely check it out. The Buffalo store, B-F-L-O. It's on Transit Road, Eastern Hills Mall. And their handle for Instagram and social media is at the... B-F-L-O store. So at the Buffalo store. So yeah. And then we need to give our own little plug. So follow us on all our social media platforms at Bear in Belo, B-A-R-E-I-N-B-L-O. Yep. And we want you guys writing us in Tell us all your stories. We want to hear your hot mess stories. We want to share it on the podcast if you're interested in doing that. Don't forget to rate us and subscribe. And next week, we are going to be talking about body goals. And it's not what you think. It's going to be an awesome episode. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. love you. We appreciate you guys so much. Bye. Bye.
Stop it.